All right, I'm Cece Ciccone. And I'm Kelsey Bowman. And this is Go Big or Go Decom. And Kelsey, what did we watch this week? The Ultimate Christmas Present. Which I have to say is actually the first decom that I remember watching. Like in your lifetime? In my lifetime. Wow. Yeah. Tell us us the story. Well, it was actually Christmas Day. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I don't know it's so nice it was Christmas day and uh I was an only child at that point um it was that's probably two... I was never an only child yeah that's nuts it I think it was probably 2001 it did come out in 2000 it came so out in 2000 but I, I think this was 2001 okay and um I had already opened my presents and was just kind of like sitting around waiting for us to go to my grandparents house and it just so happened we were living in Baltimore at the time and it okay. was like a white Christmas like it had actually snowed so it was just Cute. like this like very appropriate holiday environment and yeah and as as I waited for us to go to my grandparents house I watched the ultimate Christmas present and that's so, so fun yeah and I think it kind of hooked me because there's several. So in the year 2000, 2001, and, and some of the years following, we see that the DCOMs actually come out like once a month. Mm-hmm. It's like, like there's just overloaded. So that was kind of the time when, um, yeah, when, when I watched a lot of DCOMs, I really liked the sports ones. That was like always my favorite. Mm-hmm. Like I think Double Team came out shortly after that. I um, remember Double Team. Motocross. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. so so good ones do you remember watching this one like, I remember watching it, it I re- I don't remember like the first time I saw it I do remember watching it in the house that I lived in between ages like four and eight so we definitely watched it yeah it must have been closer to seven or eight because it came out yeah. when I was six um and I I remember like being excited it was on the next year like I remember having seen it one year before mm. be exciting that Disney was playing it again right because yeah. this is you were at, at the um it, you know it was just whatever they decided to play the right we had I didn't no get to say it wasn't <laughs> like, kind like, of yeah, nuts to think about my son but. who can say elf again elf again which we have watched elf now and so he has asked to watch elf again but yeah we just waited for one. whatever the the channels programmed and then that's what you although I remember there was uh our neighbors growing up they had like this enormous VHS collection (laughs) like (laughs) they had any movie that you could imagine and that was yeah I just remember like going over and be like can I borrow this (laughs) (laughs) yeah it it was a pretty big deal so yeah obviously we're hitting the nostalgia factor a little bit early yes yeah, so this, def- this, is- this one definitely carries a lot of nostalgia with it for a lot of reasons. Same. Because think. Christmas inherently carries nostalgia. Sure. I would say last week's The Naughty Nine had, I mean, no nostalgia connected to it inherently, but because it's a Christmas movie, those feelings and the idea of Santa and presents and waking up on Christmas morning, that's going to be nostalgic for a large portion of people even if it's a brand new movie so having it also be a movie you watch as a child as a child and there's something special about decoms because like you said almost no one owned them right so it was very much just whenever it came on tv so every time you saw it was kind of a special thing it wasn't like owning um like i own the lion king at that age we could watch that whatever we wanted on vhs but 
I did on one decom on VHS, but I want to wait and tell you. I want to wait because it's such a random one. (laughs) I actually remember getting from Blockbuster uh, Mm -hmm. the 13th year. Oh, I think you've mentioned that before. Yes, the 13th um, year was really good. It is. We'll, we'll get to that one. We'll get uh, to that one. It, it is. Back- it's, it's a really good one. So we we watched The Ultimate Christmas Present. This is a star-studded cast. Brenda Song, who I looked it up, she is in five different DCOMs. Okay, so she's in Wendy Wu. She's in She's in Wendy Sweet Wu, Life. where she is the main character, right? She's in Sweet Life playing her London Tipton, London Tipton supporting character. She's in this as... Um, I guess not a black best friend, but she's a minority best friend. Yeah, so, Sam. Sam Kwan. Sam. Two years later, she will be in Get a Clue with Lindsay Lohan, icon. Oh, was she in Stuck in the Suburbs? Yes, she's in Stuck with one of the Panabaker. I don't remember which Panabaker sister, but one of them. Yeah, because last episode, I mistakenly said High School Musical when I think I was thinking Stuck in the Suburbs. I think in Stuck in the Suburbs, she has a soccer ball purse. And that mm-hmm. is like still the image I have every time I think of Brenda Song is her carrying this like soccer ball purse. Yeah, stuck in the suburbs is, and it's funny because I mean I probably find myself on the decom Wikipedia page more than the average person. Definitely um, do not want to see yeah the <laughs> percentage of time I've spent on it. Um, but it's funny because when I look at the list of movies, it's this weird um experience where I know that I've watched them I can even in a lot of cases remember like what age and where I was and like you said Mm -hmm. like associate like what house I watched them in um but I don't remember the storylines at all (laughs) um so that's just kind of I don't know a little bit interesting so yeah so we have Brenda Song and I did I wanted I was trying to pick my brain while I was watching this because yeah we have a minority best friend can you think of a decom that has like a lead, a Hispanic lead? Uh, Gotta kick it up is the only one that comes to mind. Gotta kick it America, up. Then. America Ferrera, another star. Oh my goodness, and I do love America Ferrera. Honestly, so. so many. As you look at the decoms, there's so many just A-list actors mm-hmm. who have starred in a decom of their own. Yeah, I mean, you can imagine, like, being a child actor, like, that was kind of, like, the pinnacle at the time. Mm-hmm. Like, I, because I, I don't think that it, it's hard to remember. I think especially for us who, like, we came of age, right, as Netflix and streaming was kind of taking off. But I think it's really hard to remember how big of a deal these movies were, you know, and how big of a deal Disney Channel was. Because I, I even remember, you know... I feel like you had like the Nickelodeon kids, you had the Disney Channel kids, mm-hmm. and they had like the Cartoon Network kids. Yeah. And like, <laughs> it was a clear division. And like, that's just how it was. And and now it's just so different. So we have Brenda, Brenda Song, um, Hallie Todd, who was mm-hmm. also the mom in Lizzie McGuire. And this came out before Lizzie McGuire. It did. Just yeah. fun fact. Yeah. It was funny because I saw her and I was like, is it? And sure enough, mm-hmm. it is. Um, Spencer Breslin. Yes, Abigail Breslin's brother, and also in the Santa Claus series. So he is Christmas movie icon. Is he in Even Stevens? No, he's. I looked. He's in You Wish. Yes, You Wish, uh, which is obviously another decom that we'll get to. Um, And then Brenda Song Christmas movie fun fact is engaged to and has two children with (laughs) Macaulay Culkin, another Christmas movie icon. 
star of Macaulay Culkin, who just got a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Yeah. And Zac so, Efron will get a star next week. So very just, timely. So the decom ju- connections just, are everywhere. You can't throw uh, a stone without hitting a decom connection. Well, and that was, and the last one, he looked so familiar and I looked it up. Um, Peter Scolari, who plays the weatherman, um, Edwin mm-hmm. Halley, Hadley in the movie, um he i thought he was the dad in honey i shrunk the kids but he was in honey i shrunk the kids the series oh. not the movie Interesting. but he he looks very very similar like that like nerdy dad mm-hmm. you know kind of vibe so yeah so we have a star-studded cast we also have over? our oh, i was gonna say our elves are john sally who uh-huh. was an nba player and no um That's yeah nuts. he was a forward or I can't remember who in the 90s I remember when I saw this and I saw him I remembered my brother when we watched this way back in the early aughts telling Mm -hmm. me he's an he was an NBA player and I looked it up because I didn't know if it was true or not (laughs) (laughs) so if you have an older brother you know that sometimes they lie to you but um and he was and then Bill Fagerbaki I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly is our other elf he plays Sparky and he is the voice of Patrick Starr in SpongeBob SquarePants. SpongeBob. So, and has re- been for 20 some years now. It's nuts. So um, fun, funny enough, our, our lead character, um, Allie Thompson, she's not really in anything. Um, no, too, she doesn't seem to have note. acted too much since. Yeah. But she does a great job in this. She has beautiful curly hair. She has I love beautiful hair. Natural so, curly hair. So this why don't movie you go also ahead and tell us. Yeah. This movie also square formatting, interesting yep. enough. We start off with a montage of the LA. Just it, it's it's funny, it's Christmas stuff, but it's hot, which really resonated with me. I grew up in New Orleans, so I was used to very warm Christmases. So the idea of like shorts and t-shirts right before Christmas isn't out of the ordinary. It mm-hmm. wasn't every single year in New Orleans, but it yeah. was it's something that happened. Um but now you're in Hawaii. Now so. I'm in so same thing. <laughs> Absolutely. No, I remember like growing up being like, yeah, that's true. Like, what do people do where it's warm for Christmas? <laughs> like, We're just warm. I think it's great. <laughs> Not everyone agrees. I used to, oh, I watched this movie and I was like, does it really snow for people during Christmas? Like, that's what I would think. Yeah. I was like, are there really white Christmases? <laughs> the answer is yes. <laughs> there are. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Ali's watching the Weather Channel for a very bo- of a very bordering meteorologist. We meet her family. They're busy. Her mom's running the catering business. Her dad works in software. Um, mm-hmm. You know, he her travels for business. And- mm-hmm. Her brother's all. She has a little brother who's also Joey, who's also running around. Yeah, and that's that's Spencer show. Breslin, very annoying younger brother. He kind of reminded mm-hmm. me of like Matt from Lizzie McGuire, like just that super annoying yes exactly they have the very early 2000s where they're just doing like craziness with their hair they've got it like twisted there's butterfly clips it's amazing yeah um i almost wore yes (laughs) yes the layers this is definitely a decom fashion thing i almost wore butterfly clips but um our podcast is fully on youtube everybody i am yeah so you can see us even if you're just listening (laughs) yeah um they yeah, her friend Sam comes over. They talk about how they're invited to a Christmas party by the cool the cool guy Blake invited them to a Christmas party. So it's just, just supposed to show they have a really busy family. Her dad is like trying to sell dog bones on the internet, and she says, is, <laughs> "Are you sure anyone's gonna buy dog bones over the internet, Dad?" Which so is funny. Because so I buy funny. 
literally even if I pick it up at the store I do all my like target yeah I I don't go into stores anymore I I just don't go into stores I have two young children so no if people can help me put it in my trunk instead so it's just funny because I was like could I buy yeah that that was food over the internet I just bought my dog's uh flea and tick medicine two days ago over the internet so I was just uh, that was a very 2000s t- he works in software he's going and it was fun he's actually about to leave for a business trip this seems to be about two to three days before Christmas the 22nd or 23rd mm-hmm. he is going on a business trip to San Francisco which is still a very techie place to go on a yeah, business trip absolutely and he'll be back uh sounds like the night of the 23rd yep so they're they're going to school um we so I gotta be honest our our lead character Allie here um she she's not the best student (laughs) she isn't we're in our creative (laughs) writing class she appears to just be staring at the boy she has a crush on and not thinking any thoughts and so her teacher asks her about her creative writing assignment that's due tomorrow they've had a week to write she realizes in this moment she has not started. It's supposed to be five pages single spaced. She has not started this creative writing assignment. Right. So all. the teacher kind of calls her out and then she starts this like long, mm-hmm. uh, long winded fake story that she just made up on the spot about William about, Shakespeare. Mm-hmm. Another like smooth talking lead character. We had a smooth talking character last week in Naughty in the Naughty Nine, which makes sense because I guess a Christmas movie about someone on the nice list is not like <laughs> that's boring <laughs> where's the character development <laughs> yeah so so she makes that up we find out that tomorrow is the last day of school before break so very similar to the naughty nine in, in terms of timing yes and then after she has school, a messenger backpack which i don't think anyone uses anymore and i was just horrible. about to say i have never gotten over my messenger face <laughs> Oh, okay. Um, I was just thinking, like, that is so, that was so bad for our backs. Why were we trying to use? Yeah, on just one side. Yeah, actually, a couple of weeks ago, I had my messenger bag and I had to walk through uh, LaGuardia Airport in New York, like, all the way through LaGuardia. Uh, And I, like, kept (laughs) switching my sides. (laughs) (laughs) Messenger bag. Yeah, no, it was really, it was and is really bad for our backs. Uh, yeah so, so Ali and Sam leave class they are in a rush to get home Ali says let's take a shortcut through the woods the, you know just the woods of LA I have no idea how LA is situated yeah, um, I don't think there are many woods but they so. they come across a cabin and first thing I think of is Hansel and Gretel they're gonna get eaten same I was like don't go near this cabin but Ali's very inquisitive she goes Sam is the best friend who's like maybe we shouldn't be doing this and Ali says right. we sh- we're gonna go near this cabin there's and an old it- man in there futzing with a machine he seems frustrated yep. and then he throws it away and he goes he just he goes throws it out the door <laughs> yep and so the girls pick it up take it home but I will say he threw it in the trash can immediately outside of his house trash cans trash is not public until you put it on your curb Thus, they did steal this weather machine. They did. Yeah. That's my opinion about the ethics around the taking of this weather machine. Ali says we should just take this machine. You should not take machines, I think. I I think so too. I think that's a good rule. It's an I guess it's a very 13-year-old thing that she sees him throw it out and she goes, We should just take this. Yeah. So she takes it, it kind of looks like a football, like a metal football. It it kind of has has a face. It's kind of cute. Yeah, it does kind of have a face. And so they take it home. They take it to her room. They close the door. 
um again like I mean I don't know I guess my sisters did like I just feel like in the early aughts and may- maybe it's not it has nothing to do with that it just has to do with being like a preteen but like your room was just like so sacred <laughs> and so of course that's where they take the machine right um and they discover that it's like some kind of weather machine yeah they make it they actually make it start raining in the room they um, there's lightning that ruins a lamp they make a small earthquake her mom is in the kitchen with her sous chef who seems to be vaguely based on michelle from gilmore girls i was i i had that that Um, inclination and he like hides under a table and he's like get water get batteries get flashlights (laughs) and i'm like exactly me if the earth ever starts shaking and the mom (laughs) was like it was probably a big truck yeah have you ever been in an earthquake no but one time i was in a building and i thought it was an earthquake and it yeah. was just a big truck and I did like sit down on the ground I have a little bit where before in Delaware uh oh it was it that big one in like yeah yeah it was the summer of 2011 like right before school was gonna start yeah and it the center was in DC so like I read the about Washington it. Monument closed down because it had mm-hmm. like a really big crack in it like the Capitol building needed work done on it but wow. I was sitting and watching tv and like it was this very odd experience where like I saw the ceiling shake and like yeah and it was just it was nuts and so I went on my phone you know exactly what we do like to be like what just happened mm-hmm. no service there was absolutely wow. like internet was down so I like turned on the news and then you know like five minutes later they're like breaking news there's been an earthquake my mom and my sisters at the time were in the car felt nothing weird so, yeah I don't know it was just anyway I so, that's so, the thing I remember reading about that earthquake and then two years later I moved to DC to go to college and so then I was in a building and I started shaking and I was like it's another earthquake here yeah, and I like sat on the again. ground yeah so th- they make an earthquake uh and there's lightning there's rain um, so we deduce this is a weather machine and and, and they find the snow and they find the snow setting. Yeah, you know, and so they're in California. They've never experienced snow before. They're like, wow. And she she says, my cousin gets snow days. My cousin she lives Stan in Boston. in Boston gets snow days. And and it's so should... funny that like they don't know what a snow day is. They're like, you mean I've just like... never heard of it. I never had snow days. <laughs> I had you don't go to school. It snowed twice in no New Orleans in my whole childhood. Once was on Christmas Day, 2004. Wow. And then once was my sister's 16th birthday. So that was 2008. Um, and, but we acted exactly how these children act when snow. <laughs> we went outside, we just all gawked like chickens in the, in the, in the rain. We just all gawked up at it. Um, <laughs> but we got her, I got hurricane days. So I understood the concept of like weather shutting down. We so actually that. also got hurricane days to be so, fair. So there we got the go. best of both worlds. <laughs> so they put this weather machine outside thinking, you know, if it can make it snow in her room, it can make it snow in all of Los Angeles. And they don't see anything happen. So they're just kind of like, ah, oh, maybe it just some time. leave it out overnight. They talk about how they were supposed to get a Christmas tree on Christmas Eve, which I felt like a very old, it feels like a very old timey thing. Like, yeah, I feel like I my know. dad got his Christmas tree on Christmas Eve growing up. I don't know anyone nowadays who waits that long to get we their Christmas tree. We always, like my grandparents, the day after Thanksgiving, they would like go to the farm and take all the grandkids and we would get a tree. Oh, cute. It was, it was really, really, really cute. Um, 
yeah I don't know that and- that last minute getting a tree but yeah so anyway so they wake up the next morning and snow. there's snow just I mean snow. A, a, a lot of snow everyone's freaking out yeah. And, oh, it, would snow, it started snowing the night before. They're looking at it out the window while she's on the phone with her dad. Um, Joey says a couple things. Joey A thinks that the machine is his Christmas present. He's trying to guess which she got him for Christmas. And he says, did you get me a Laker girls poster? Which I don't think would have made it. He seemed way too today. young. Yeah. And he also says he doesn't like cigars his uncle smokes, which I don't think would make it into a decom today. Yeah, I don't know. Just like any tobacco Because if they, they painted it as, as bad. like bad yeah mm-hmm. it wasn't like gratuitous use um yeah the laker girls thing was weird although that seems like a weird line just because he was so young but remember john anthony made some comments like that in naughty that's Nine, true and he was so like maybe, supposed to be 10 yeah so and maybe so, we're all just pushing our i guess when you're a kid it doesn't seem as weird right as when as because when you're a 10 you have crushes on people our main character has a crush on a boy who we saw who was clearly 12 years old i loved that he was actually 12 and not like a 20 yeah. year old playing a 12 year old and, and he was not a jerk he wasn't like super no, like too nice. cool yeah he was just like a normal 12 year old who's like do you want to come to my party <laughs> yeah, i thought that was so cute um yeah so we see the snow she's waiting for them to announce we we're watching the boring news anchor which i thought was such a fun scene she's trying to see if they're canceling school she's watching the boring news anchor he's talking about boring news anchor stuff and so she switches to a more fun news anchor she's announcing all the schools that close school is closed i was like now you probably just what like get a text message yeah no absolutely i actually i saw a meme that was like kids are out here you know getting a text the night before and we were, you know, watching the news like it was the draft. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like it was the draft. That is so funny. Yeah, exactly. It was, I was like, this does not happen today. But it was so fun. I used to do that for Hurricane Day. I was mm-hmm. like so excited. Yeah, you watch um, it across the bottom of the screen. Uh, so good. So, so, so school good. is closed. We're so excited. She has two more weeks to work on her creative writing assignment. She doesn't do a lick of work in this movie, though. Absolutely. So I don't not. think she's working on the creative writing assignment. Um, Although it ends on Christmas, so we don't know. There's still lots of break. Yeah. <laughs> we did flash to Mrs. Claus in the North Pole. She is talking to some elves or pitching her idea. The elves are gigantic. How did you feel about our very tall elves? I thought it was really funny. And I also I, thought yeah. it was funny how like how many tech related like jokes there were in this movie that like because it was right around the um the burst of the dot-com bubble Mm -hmm. right so this is right when everyone is like okay now now's our time to you know get in and get all these uh you know technological advances (laughs) and so that's exactly what the elves are like and so they're my my favorite pitch was the elves that were like you know we can automate the toy making process Mm -hmm. gift making process and then what are the elves gonna do (laughs) telemarketers (laughs) so funny i love that just so funny it's so good um yeah we have some so like i said one of our elf character one of the men who plays our elf character crumpet he is six seven and the man who plays our elf character sparky is six four so these are and they make a joke like they still think we're tiny with high-pitched voices Mm -hmm. and these are and these are not just like regular sized men they're incredibly joke here is that elves are just incredibly tall and i was just tickled i thought that was a very funny twist on the elf idea it was good it was good (laughs) and yeah the elves are going to be telemarketers um santa calls and says send my best elves but the best elves are busy this close to christmas so she sends these these, these bozos sparky and crumpet <laughs> they take um 
they're afraid of reindeer or at least Sparky is afraid of reindeer. Yeah. So they have invented a Santa utility vehicle. An SUV. Car. Yes, exactly. And yeah, but it's small. Down. It's not an SUV. It's, it's not. Like a, a, um... a little sports car. Yeah. <laughs> Their knees are like all folded up in it. So, so they take that down to help Santa look for the machine. Yeah, because Santa knows it's a big deal that it's not there, that it's lost. And then when there's snow the next morning, Santa's like, I know where this came Someone from. Someone got it. Someone yeah, and so it. we kind of have this B plot line. Um, if there were to be like a villain in the, mm-hmm. the movie, it is the meteorologist. <laughs> yes. Like at, at one point, I'll just see when I wrote it in my notes, but I wrote, this is his origin story. <laughs> <laughs> it is the meteorologist Edwin Hadley, um, Edwin who Hadley. no one no one likes watching him, and you Not know we kind of one person see. likes watching him or interacting with him. And his boss hates him, and this guy just loves weather. Mean. He's like, why don't people like weather? Like, I don't get it. He wears a bow tie. I don't know. He's kind of cute, kind of nerdy, yeah. and um and yeah. So he's like, where did this snow come from? He's you know putting out theories. No one really cares. But he's like, I gotta find out where this started. Like, this is not. And he says, this is unlike any other storm in that it didn't come in. It was, it just started at an origin point and grew from there. It was not brought in by winds or changing atmospheric pressure. So he creates a computer program that could find, I just love the old timey computers that could find the center of the storm and thus where it came from yeah his boss yells at him his boss says i only kept you around because i'm married to your sister and she thinks i should fire you (laughs) (laughs) which is like that would really hurt my feelings really mean (laughs) yeah so so that's kind of like the the b plot that's underlining all of this is that we have this guy who's you know trying to figure it out trying to discover where the storm started but meanwhile the kids are enjoying the snow you know they've never done this before yeah they're They're... gawking at it they're looking at one point when it does start snowing, Joey is sitting on the computer, um, seemingly just like Googling King Tut and looking at photos of Egypt, which felt very relatable. And like something I know, I totally years did old. that. It's so funny. <laughs> the, the, the pyramids are so cool. I went to go see them two years ago because they're so cool. And the whole time you're like, eight-year-old me would be freaking, freaking out. out right now. Yeah, no, I get it. I totally get it. So I yeah, thought so- that was just fun thing they're like what does an eight-year-old look at on the internet someone else is like <laughs> King pyramids <laughs> exactly exactly that's it yeah. or space right um, or space would have been worse yeah so something that i think is kind of funny is that santa is like okay so who would have taken this like a kid on the naughty list yes and they flash to like a kid that's like bashing uh snowmen yes. with a so baseball we decide bat to hunt down all of the we find a shoe print outside of uh, the trash can. So we decide to hunt down, that's a weird phrase. We decide to track down um, several girls on the naughty list who fit that exact shoe size, which it within Los Angeles County. And in the original run of the show, it played secret agent man while they're finding the girls. Oh, really? But I guess for copyright reasons on Disney mm-hmm. Plus, it's just instrumental music. At Isn't that interesting? The things that they changed for Disney Plus. Like I remember, I saw something that was like in the original Lilo and Stitch, Lilo hid in like a dryer or something like that, which mm-hmm. is obviously incredibly dangerous. And so they actually changed it on Disney Plus to be like a bookshelf with like a pizza box on the front of it, like 
Oh yeah. Like little things like that. And I don't know. I have mixed things about it, mixed feelings about it. Um, because like, I think I part know. of it is that it's really important for us to see that change. Mm-hmm. Like culturally, I, I think that's good, you know, and I get it. Like, you're not going to tell like a four-year-old, like, okay, this is an old movie. So like, whatever. Um, Although I kind of do because I watch movies with myself. Well, you watch some movies on Disney and there's content warnings about racially insensitive content aladdin i I know aladdin yeah dumbo i think has it um oh really they're the jim crows in dumbo they're actual crows but it's yeah so i mean i have after watching some things with my son or just things that have comments about like women like did you watch the sandlot growing up you were in display i did oh absolutely that you play ball like a girl like things like that i'll say things to my son who's three yeah. But I'll say, like, you know, that's not how we think about things. Right. Um, yeah. So, I, yeah, I do think it's interesting. But to I guess go back and safety things, things are different, which is what the drama sure. comes from. Sure. Um, but I like <laughs> Splash is was on Disney Plus when it first came out with there's the Tom Hanks movie, Tom Hanks. And, okay. Um, oh, I can't remember her name. I've never she's seen beautiful. It. She's a mermaid. And okay. she, it's one of those things where, like, she's a beautiful mermaid and she comes out of the water and she knows nothing. She's just born and uh, she falls in love with like down on his luck tom hanks Mm -hmm. and uh, but she is like not wearing any clothes they digitally made her hair uh longer during certain scenes just cover up more of her body yeah um yeah isn't that something daryl hannah that's her name the actress she's beautiful yeah no i i I think it's interesting just to see those those changes uh as as we go um in the pop culture references they're like how are the the, her his the producer wants him to know like how is the how are the backstreet boys handling the snow how is brad pitt getting to it from his movie at one point he's like the cast of friends is all stuck in the studio together and so i was like loving the pop culture references so good so Yes, Edwin wants to track down where it is. He does find... He finds the house. The center. He goes, he heads to the house and... Um, and he, he knocks on the door. He, he knocks on the door. <laughs> he says, oh, you've won a prize. And the mom is really nice and is like, okay, come on in. She's like, who are you? Even though we see her watching him in several scenes. That's how yeah. horrible he is. And he, I think that's kind of the joke. Of, she's like, because it happens several water. times that he's like, I, I'm... yeah she's like do you want some water and he's like i'll have a pot roast because he's trying to stall her but it was just like imagine going to someone's house and asking for pot roast oh my gosh there is a dog at the shelter where i got noli named pot roast so it's so cute of a dog name (laughs) i wanted to adopt a cat recently that had one eye and was named goblin at the shelter I did not adopt Goblin because I have enough on my plate. But how cute is that one eye? <laughs> Escaped Goblin. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So good. Some, someone go adopt Pot Roast. <laughs> yes, please. So we He's get a, a call from dad that his flight's delayed. It's so consequences is, we didn't think of. Yeah. Snow's reached all the way to San Francisco. His flight's delayed, which isn't great. She, Allie tried to turn off the machine and it didn't yeah, turn nice. off. It turned itself back on. Yep. Which is probably what Santa was annoyed about. Right. It was broken. (laughs) That's why he got rid (laughs) of it. You don't throw away machines that are perfectly controlling the weather. Our second weather creation machine. 
Teen Beach movie also. Yeah, yeah, I was TV. thinking about that. Isn't that something? The recurring no, themes. Nothing new under the sun. <laughs> <laughs> Weather machines. I wonder if it comes if it comes up again. That would be that would be something. If I had a nickel for every decom about a weather machine, weather machine. Yeah. I would have two nickels, which is not a lot, but it's weird that it happened twice. It is. There we go. Perfect TikTok sound. You nailed it. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so um, the power even goes out from the weather. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of and a big deal. It, it like has it. shifted very quickly from being like a fun, you know, little thing that happens, or you know, that has never happened before to, to be like, like oh, this is dangerous. Like, I was thinking, like, do houses in LA even have heat? Yeah, that's a good question. Well, they My have a fireplace. Because I had that question. Sure. I was like, why do they have a fireplace in LA? <laughs> I have a fireplace. What? My house is old for Hawaii. My house was built in the 30s. And my fireplace is not functional, but I do have a fireplace with a fire it's a chimney. It's it's not common at all here yeah. now, but um, I do. My house is my house is very old for Hawaii because it was built in the 1930s. Yeah, but yeah. So I but yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Why do they have a fireplace? As I'm watching this TV hanging directly above my fireplace, <laughs> I'm like, okay, hot calling the kettle black. So our Joey, we go to the garage. Santa's mm-hmm. in the garage with Sparky and Crumpet. He's like Allie. And at first he doesn't believe he's Santa. So he pulls out all kinds of facts until he believes, until she believes that he is the real Santa. He's the real deal. They are not scared enough that three gigantic men are in the garage. Yeah. Which I feel like is such a Disney main character thing to be afraid of like nothing. Nothing. She has like total, like we have moved past the point of self-confidence to cockiness. (laughs) Yes. Well, and that's the that's the whole premise that appeals to kids, right? Is that it's this world where kids can do whatever. So, yeah. So, three gigantic men, and uh, yeah. they've said, "Let's get the weather machine. We'll help you fix it." We go. Joey has found the weather machine. He thought it was his Christmas present. Edwin Hadley bursts into the room, sees this weather machine. Very inappropriate. One hundred percent. A does not question that it was a weather machine. He's like, it's like this is he what he thought it. the whole time. He's right, and he tells Joey that he a Joey stole the machine, and B Joey's going to go jail for a very long time. Which is so he has to give it to him. So really which mean. you think? So Edwin Hadley, even though no one likes watching him, he's good at his job. He understands weather. But you yes. think like this? It's true that this is like his ticket to success if he can mm-hmm. control the weather. Everyone will always know and him. everyone will have to listen. He will be right. Because this is a, a long-standing joke about weathermen and like sports analysts have the same job. You're just guessing. Right. And you can be wrong and no one cares. Right. I work as a financial analyst. If I'm wrong, people tend to care because it's real numbers that are provable. Money. I mean, people care about the weather too. People but I mean, the, the thing is, is that if, if they tell me, you know, it's going to snow three inches and it doesn't snow at all, I'm like, oh, nice. You know, whereas if they were to be like, and this happened, this happened on Tuesday morning, mm-hmm. where no one said it was going to snow, and I woke up, snow. It's not and cool. Were you, were you annoyed? I was very annoyed. Who's your yes. weather? Do you know your childhood weather people? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Because um, at that time, your weather person was like a celebrity in their own And days. actually, uh, my, my guy, his name was Glenn Hurricane Schwartz, and he wore a bow tie. He, just like Too this cute. guy in the movie, he was like a super nerdy, Glenn Hurricane <laughs> yeah. Schwartz. 
and he would he did the morning but then like whenever there was like a big storm he would be there around the clock and they would just show yeah. it, like looking at the models and working on the computers was... <laughs> exactly there yeah. were two camps in new orleans there was bob okay. breck who i All believe right. has now retired and margaret Orr, who is still going strong Nice. And we were in the Margaret Orr camp. So, tons of respect for Bob Breck. I just didn't watch him. I watched Margaret mm-hmm. Orr. And I mean, like, she's the reason that we evacuated for Hurricane Katrina. Hurricane wow. Katrina made landfall Monday morning, August 29th. And she was like, now is the time you got to get out. Friday night, my sister, so the 26th, my sister was out with friends. Mm-hmm. And um, my mom was folding laundry and watching Margaret Orr the like 9 p.m. It was like late special late mm-hmm. edition because of the circumstances. And she looked at the camera and said, because it's New Orleans, you get hurricanes all the time. It was like very yeah. known that people didn't evacuate then. Right. And she looked at the camera and said, this is the big one. If you are not leaving and you can leave, now is the time. And my mom was like, okay, that's it. And she like, wow. My, the second my sister got home, she was like, pack a bag. We're leaving. She like came upstairs I don't know if I was sleeping or like about to go to bed. And she was like, pack, pack a bag. We're leaving tomorrow. Pack for like four or five days. We did not come wow. back for several months, but That's nuts. So it was a huge. Yeah. But like she literally could have saved lives. Yeah. She, yeah. And so my, yeah. and my mom would always say Margaret Orr is the reason we evacuated for Katrina. So That's it was a celebrity nuts. at the time. So I think that makes it even more funny that no one recognizes it. Well, and we had no other real reliable source for weather, right? Because that's mm-hmm. that's the thing. Like, I, I live outside of Chicago. I don't know the Chicago weather men or weather people at all, you know, yeah. because I just, I my preferred weather app is AccuWeather. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and I get everything I need from there, you know? Um, but it is, it's interesting because it's, you know, there are real meteorologists that are behind AccuWeather but I have no idea who they are right I mean I'm in Hawaii the weather doesn't change a ton <laughs> so I don't really check the weather or listen to the weather also and if it I, does change there's a big issue <laughs> right I am yeah. at an elevation of 1500 feet at my house also so it just tends to be cooler than the temperature that they're reporting it also tends to rain more because I'm in the mountains than the cable? temperature that they're reporting no I don't have cable yeah see that's that's my big reason. Like I would watch yeah. the news if I had cable. But, but I don't even check the weather on my phone. I have the windy app so I can check the wind um reports. But that's that's the biggest thing. Like there was the wildfires on Maui and I did not know until people started texting me asking me what island I lived on. Wow. That's and nice. I was like, a lot of people are really curious about where I live. And then I was like, oh my gosh, no, this is a natural disaster. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that's again, just, you know, it's come up a couple of times, but just signs of the times, the things that have changed. And I mean, 23 years, that's a pretty significant amount of time. So this Um, movie is very much dated, I would say. Some of these things just aren't very applicable in the modern day world. Yeah. All right. So So Edwin Hadley is like, no one was ever nice to me. They made fun of me. They saw bunnies and piggies in the cloud. And I saw like accumulated atmospheric moisture or whatever. <laughs> Which is funny. <laughs> and he jumps out the window and runs away into the storm with the weather machine. Nuts. And that, that is when I wrote down, this is his origin story. Right. So now Edwin Hadley is officially the villain. Yes. And we have Allie and Sam and Santa and Crumpet and Sparky. The dream team. <laughs> the dream team. <laughs> that are chasing Edwin Hadley, the meteorologist. Five is a basketball team. That's true. <laughs> uh, yeah, so so they're they're chasing him, and they end up. It's a candy factory, right? Where, where yes, they end which up. seemed so 
This is the plot twist in the movie that I found least realistic. The candy factory was aspect was just so random. I live and drive past every day the Albanese candy factory, which have you ever had their gummy bears? No. They are the best gummy okay, bears. Put, They're like put some in a flat rate box and send them out. Here. I actually low-key was thinking about doing that for Christmas. Um they're not chewy like they're not super chewy they're just like you know how gummy bears are super chewy but like fruit snacks aren't yes they're more of a fruit snack gummy I'm bear a fruit, i'm a fruit snack girly send yeah. them over here so i guess for me the candy factory was a little bit realistic i used to go past uh the netherlands have you ever heard tony's chocoloni is a Sounds chocolate like- kind of candy they sell it here mostly in like whole foods in the netherlands it's everywhere they make it there i used to live in the netherlands i used to go past their factory um every so often could you smell it no can you smell your factory no but when i was in delaware there was this like i don't know they like baked the baked goods for all the regional grocery stores and Mm. we would drive past that every day on my way to school and so it's like 7 a.m and you're smelling brownies (laughs) oh it was so good uh that would i'd be like i need brownie stat (laughs) yeah so so they end up in a candy factory which is just kind of funny for some like physical humor that happens but otherwise it's not really certain you know edwin steals a snowmobile why that guy had a snowmobile to be stolen yeah he carjacked it that that was <laughs> he literally the person wasn't like yeah get it he was like no get off and like pushed him i'm off. edwin hadley and i need your snowmobile <laughs> and of course the guy didn't recognize him because that's like, the running joke <laughs> right yeah exactly. oh, so it's good. like um did you, did you see that like episode of sweet life where they were doing high school musical as a play so sweet oh. life is the it, within the series sweet life there's an episode Not where they're in high school on deck it's actually nope, like original they're their school is doing high school musical the play and ashley tisdale keeps saying i look just like sharpay everyone says and everyone's like i don't see it i don't exactly (laughs) which shows you how big high school musical was as a decom that the other shows were referencing it it it, yeah it was a really big deal and a spoiler alert to our listeners that's not going to be our next episode but it will be what we're releasing on new year's as yes on new year's because that's day when, because uh, they meet on new year's eve yeah so uh so we're really excited so I mean, get i'm really ready. excited about that I'm i feel like that is like the, our holy grail the episode. big kahuna yes yeah, that high absolutely. school musical is it for decoms but yeah so that was it was kind of similar to everyone in that movie be, in that yeah. little episode being like i don't think you look like sharpay to ashley tisdale who also plays sharpay and plays maddie in sweet life yeah so um him telling everyone i'm edwin hadley and i'm not getting it was a fun running joke so we're in the candy factory we're running around i don't know sparky starts going after him with a giant um peppermint um candy cane yep and we do get the machine back from him and basically oh you have to fix it still because it's still snowing it's still a it has elevated to a blizzard like this is a national disaster i would say oh yeah really big oh they called in the national guard to keep people off the freeways that are all closed it Mm -hmm. this is a national disaster this is causing the government billions of dollars and the economy. <laughs> it's a couple days before Christmas. This is ruining Christmas. Not to shopping. mention, like, like when big storms like that happen, people always die. Like that's just like yes. So yeah, at this point, um, we've unfortunately other reasons. We've unfortunately probably been responsible for loss of life. 
Um, but at least she didn't have to turn in her creative writing assignment. So I just thank goodness for that one thing. Um, this is when Edwin and Edwin Hadley is still like, no one gets me. And Santa's like, I'm going to help you get to a place where people understand you. So we go to <laughs> Santa's workshop again. His summer cabin is what they called it. Yeah. And um, he, Edwin is sitting in a, a chair between Sparky and Crumpet. And there's one point where he's like, I don't have to stay here. And he stands up and they stand up and you just see how gigantic. That's when I Googled yeah. how tall they were. You see how gigantic. And he's like, I'll just sit back down. <laughs> um, and Santa, we realized the machine needed new batteries. Yeah, neat. Santa ac accidentally used regular batteries when Santa has batteries that last 100 years. So Jokes on Santa. He should have just used his Santa. own batteries. So we, fix, we put in the new batteries and the machine works now. So we have a discussion about the naughty list, a similar discussion to the naughty nine. Allie's like, so I'm really on the naughty list. And Santa says, but it's not forever you yeah. decide if you're on the naughty list so you just have to make better choices and be yourself but making the better choices which is really similar to what Santa says in the naughty nine it is yeah but honestly is a really important lesson for kids because I mean I'm 28 years old I've been in therapy for eight years <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm still working through some of these like things in my identity that got solidified mm -hmm. when I was eight you know and right it's like, wait a second no you like did one thing that was wrong you're not actually like a bad person right and so that's actually like a really uh powerful message obviously I didn't take it to heart um <laughs> when I saw this when I was six or I whatever. think that's okay <laughs> but it's true I when I was in college there was one point in time where someone said like everyone is a work in progress it's not mm. like you're a work in progress because everyone is a work in progress right. and you always will be and that was really the first time I'd thought of it that way like I'm not yeah. finished everyone else isn't either so you're right this is like a big concept well and it and is I, an important point I think you know one of the things that we talk about is how when we originally saw these movies these kids seemed so much older and mm -hmm. so and I think that that's something that you carry around when you're a kid is you're like oh well I should and uh, adults don't help this out right where there's not often given like a learning curve like oh mm -hmm. you did that because you're eight and you didn't know any better like sure. that's that's not often what parents do you know it's like why did you do that and it's like well no one ever told me <laughs> otherwise and so that's where you have this like really great opportunity to like learn from Mm -hmm. mistakes learn from the things that you're doing and, and you have well, santa who's right santa's just like always a, a good guy to give that message um and you do have this idea of a kid as good kids and bad kids mm -hmm, absolutely and you don't think too much about that changing or why certain kids behave certain ways um mm -hmm. outside of just when you're a kid you think he's just mean and then as an adult you learn that there are probably other things going on in that kid's life right so absolutely. It, it was it was a nice little moral to have towards the end of the movie. And I love the ending for Edwin. Oh, yeah. Do you want to just Ed flash Edwin that? ends up, uh, was it Antarctica or was it the North Pole? He's, at the, he's at the South Pole. Santa the South there's Pole. There's penguins. So he, yeah, the there's penguins Adelie in the penguins. background. <laughs> and he, like, is teaching, like, a group of meteorologists all about the weather. And so they're all, like, hanging on his every word. He's, like, finally like, found his so crew. Cool. Yes. Yeah, I did love that. Which for is him. so Which, so cute. 
<laughs> which was a fun ending because he right towards the second half of the movie he became our villain mm -hmm. and then he changes himself santa helps him find the place where he belongs he changes who he is and he does lead people mm -hmm. who genuinely care and want to hear about all the atmospheric pressure changes yeah yeah that was pretty good i i, I like that as as his ending so santa fixes the machine he turns off the snow snow starts to melt um we wake up the next morning you know she says santa if you can get me one thing for christmas and she like whispers in santa's ear we wake he up the next morning I, yeah spoiler <laughs> spoiler oh she has a conversation with sam where she's like earlier in the movie um when we first find out dad's flight's delayed she's like wouldn't it be terrible for my dad to not be here for christmas and sam is like my dad's a dad what happened is that something that you would do that's something that's happened to me basically so um like I mean my my father died when I was 17 he had a heart attack it was very unexpected and out of the blue and so it was I have had people say things like oh no like my dad is missing this or like oh it was you know it was so hard for me because like my dad couldn't come like when my children were born and things like that and I'm just like yeah like, I don't know what to say to people. Um, it's, I'm obviously like, have, I've realized that everyone else's parents are involved in their life. Um, and my dad isn't, and now my mom has passed away too at this point. It's like, neither of my parents are. But yes, I've had several conversations where people say things like that. Or someone was once like, um, you know, it was really hard for my dad when his dad passed. I mean, can you imagine? And I, that person completely knew that my dad was dead. And I was oh like, my yeah. gosh. And they're like, clueless. I'm so sorry. It was basically this yeah. conversation. Yeah. So, so I could so, understand. So that happened. I think Allie realized a little bit. She was like, oh, that kind of put things into perspective for her. Or yeah. Whatever. But there, that's not the only dead parent that we've had no, so in far, right? Johnny Tsunami, his best friend. That's it. The mom. Sam, his mom had passed away. Yeah. Yeah. So the, the kid who played Jet Jackson. Yes. Yeah. So this is like right. a recurring, and I mean, as we know, this happens a lot in Disney, um, especially like Walt Disney movies, like yeah. the big picture, major motion picture ones. Yeah. So um, she does. Obviously, Dumbo comes to mind. Yes. Dumbo. Uh, Not Disney, but The Land Before Time. I loved The Land Before Time. Were you into dinosaurs? not really it was just it was so good time. i'm not hating it was so good yeah there was though because there's a couple of disney movies that i've wanted to watch i haven't seen dinosaur in a really long time i saw dinosaur yeah i was gonna say i saw it in theaters and i don't know if i've ever seen it since yeah so like and then ago. um the good dinosaur i haven't have seen. you seen it i haven't seen it either no. so anyway um yeah so there they are um her dad does make cactus tree because they couldn't get, a, they couldn't get a real tree, so Joey and her decorated which cactus, which was a cute, and it was cute to show, like, they'd been fighting the whole movie, them bonding, like, realizing the importance of Christmas as time to spend together as families. and not Right, just, and that's kind of what happened, was, like, like all the things that were a disaster kind of come and make this, like, really beautiful Christmas. Her dad comes home. They yeah, have the, Hummer. In a her Hummer. dad rolls up in a Hummer. That's driven so by uh, Sparky, right? Yes, and then Crumpet's there too. Yeah. So they So they made home. sure he came, which honestly I thought was very interesting. This idea that Santa doesn't just give like physical presents, but like Santa actually in some way like controls everything. That's I thought true, was just like a really interesting say the purpose of the machine was to create a nice light 
snowfalls that everyone would appreciate the moment, realize how beautiful it is, and that would be the ultimate Christmas present. So rather than a physical thing, but Santa is trying to bring families together at the end yeah. of the day. Yeah, absolutely. Because when you think about it, thought. Santa, when you just think about like the transactional aspect of like kids get toys from Santa, but mm-hmm. Santa's supposed to, then it grows out of that of like, no, 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 you have to be good to get the toys from Santa. So like in some way, Santa has like a moral element that oversees all of these things, mm-hmm. which is very interesting. Yeah. So then- for Allie, the ultimate Christmas present is having her dad home. Yes. Um, her he dad pr- brings a charm bracelet. He, so her mom has a charm bracelet, and apparently the dad gets her a charm every year. But every year she like acts like she's never heard of this concept before. So mm-hmm. he does have a charm for the mom. It's a snowflake. I just thought that was super cute. Yeah. He, in all the hubbub, he was able to get her a snowflake charm and still wanted to add to her little charm bracelet. Absolutely. Absolutely. They're going to be eating turkey forever uh, because all of the parties that her mom was going to cater were canceled. (laughs) (laughs) But they get to spend more time together. I love sandwiches, though, so I think I'd be fine with eating turkey sandwiches forever. Yeah. I love like. Yeah. Like like Thanksgiving leftovers, Christmas leftovers. I love it. Like the episode. Have you seen Friends? No. Oh, I'm, I don't love it, but the thing I related to most in all of Friends is when, like, Ross makes a sandwich out of Thanksgiving, or Monica makes a sandwich. Oh, I did see Ross, that on TikTok. And someone with steals the, his the sandwich. With the moisture. Yeah. With or, the, the piece of bread calls it, dipped in, in the gravy. Middle that's, and, yeah. mm-hmm. um, but his, like, boss steals it in the fridge, and he, like, loses his mind about it, and I remember watching that episode and being like, no, I feel this way about sandwiches. Yeah. <laughs> I feel this way about my leftovers so at work. So, we actually, in Delaware, we had a a sub place that would make a sandwich called the Bobby, which was that like part of turkey stuffing, cranberry sauce, and mayo, mm. and you could get it year round. So that just was never yeah. like a a big thing. Yeah, it is delicious. Great, great store. They just so happen to have one location in Indiana, and it's near Hashtag my work. My work. Not sponsored. <laughs> Hashtag not sponsored. But if you could go to Capriati's, I know they have locations in Las Vegas. All wow. Delaware, Pennsylvania, and like I said, this one random one in Indiana near my my place of work. Um, yeah, they're super good. Yeah, so that's pretty much you know it ends with a happy Christmas day. Yeah, and that's, and that's it. That's the ultimate Christmas present. Yeah, it was pretty. Um, I have to say the the font of the ultimate Christmas present drove me nuts. Uh, word it's art, not that legible. Was, it was not was legible. Art. You could or, not read it. Or clip art, it was, you know, clip arts in like Microsoft Word, that's what it was. It yeah. was. I don't know. I'm, I'm looking at it right now and it's like, like someone... not only like the words are all like crooked and then they put a yellow highlight on it on these like bright green and red letters. And it just, just all runs it, together. It's horrific. It popped up at the top of, at the beginning of, um, the whole movie yeah it pops up on the screen and my first thought was that's that someone pulled up windows and uh, word 98 and made yeah. this in clip art and said gorgeous like i would have made this in in fourth grade and i would have <laughs> thought to myself graphic design is my passion yeah <laughs> it's interesting on disney plus um the like cover photo is just santa and mrs claus which i thought yes. was interesting because that's like not what I thought that I was an interesting marketing um, I, I know we also talked last time because we talked about the marketing behind Naughty Nine. 
um now in my disney plus on that like set that main page disney channel favorites is like one of the um Mm -hmm. one of the options Mm. that it, it wasn't there before the so algorithms coming. The in. algorithms picking it up. So it's it's a mix of shows and decoms. Uh, but that, I don't know. That was just like a fun little thing because I know we mentioned it last episode. Yeah, that so. is fun. So let's talk about the ultimate Christmas as far as nostalgia. So very nostalgic for both of us. Yeah, ten ten. Yeah, ten out of ten on nostalgia. Absolutely. And as far as just general Disney Channel wand IDs, this is going to be a pretty high one. Um. There's not much that I would change in it besides the font. Um, So I'm going to actually give it a nine out of 10. I am going high as well. I'm, I'm Kelsey Bowman and you're watching the Disney channel and I would give this an, an eight out of an 8.5 out of 10. I love that the parents were involved obviously as I said now I watch this as a mother so I love when the parents are involved to some extent it's not a huge character arc for them but it is slight because we see them you know prioritize their families more and I just got a a huge kick out of the fact that the elves were so big and tall and just goofy and um, Edwin's story was fun and he got a happy ending too even at what he got somewhat of a character arc and there were penguins at the end. I'm a huge penguin fan. So yeah. I think this is a really solid family movie. I would watch this with my kids. Yeah, and absolutely. Allie's on the bad list, but she's not unlikable. At some points in the naughty nine, our main character oh, is like, this kid's too no- this kid's too good. This kid's too naughty. You don't want to give them ideas. <laughs> yeah and and Allie you know she had some some moments where she showed that you know she was just super self-interested but overall yeah you know she wasn't constantly doing bad things and she she bickers with her brother but then they get along which was just so normal which does happen in the naughty it was it was a really good Christmas movie I would just everyone maybe of all the decoms we've watched so far so far go give this one a watch before christmas it was tons of fun rewatching. yeah it was really good i actually i think i watched this one last christmas just because again that like one memory of seeing it is so mm-hmm. strong for me um yeah but i i didn't mind watching it again and i actually think this might be like a new new annual annual watch for me mm-hmm. so love it all right do we have anything else uh well that's passion all for, passion. for me we didn't we touched on it there a were bit. butterfly clips the messenger bag the layers because at, at one point ali is wearing like a short sleeve shirt under a spaghetti strap <laughs> <laughs> i <laughs> love just, that i don't know why it's so funny to me because I, I guess like three years later it just got inverted you know where you wore the spaghetti straps under the t-shirts but yes yeah, yeah. all right so if we don't have anything else, Kelsey, uh, what are we watching for next week? The episode we are watching Full Court Miracle, so um, which is a Hanukkah. Hanukkah will be over by the time our episode airs, yeah, but right Hanukkah, Hanukkah. Yeah. will be ongoing. So watch it now during Hanukkah, and then we can discuss Full Court Miracle. Then I have no memory of this movie. I'm sure I've seen it. Oh, I I've no seen memory. it multiple times. Lots of memories. So I can't wait to so- talk about it. Yeah, I'm excited. I, I don't have any memory of it, um, but I, I'm sure I saw it because I saw all of them at that time because like if mm-hmm. Disney played it, I saw it and I was, big, I was a big Disney Channel kid. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited to watch it and go over it. Yeah, it'll be good. 
So this is Go Big or Go Decon. You can find us on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. If you want, you can connect with us on our Substack where you can get episodes right to your email inbox. That's orgodecom.substack.com. All right. Anything else you want to say before we close out, Kelsey? That's it. Thanks for listening. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Listen next week.